This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! Here's to feeling good all the time. It's Business on Top. Shane Chernoff here, along with Vijay Patel and Ben Siegel. Smells hot in here. It is about to get interesting. Very interesting. We closed the show with potentially one of the funniest moments that we ever had last week, just cracking up about Exhibit. And hopefully you found that as funny as we did, but odds are that you probably didn't. Hopefully our our moms are proud of us. But (laughs) uh, Going back to Exhibit and, and Pimp My Ride, it got me thinking about some of the finer things in life. And, you know, we had some strong opinions about Exhibit, and I would argue that some of those opinions are, are kind of hot takes. And speaking of hot takes, we have some pretty hot things in front of us. We were, oh, in, yeah. we were inspired, and this is something that we've talked about ever since we started our podcast. We wanted to do something that we call Flamin' Hot Takes. And yes, it kind of is a knockoff of Hot Ones. But at the same time, it's a much more fun version of Hot Ones because all the wings are really hot. And it's less, it's, there's no guests, and it's not as structured as Hot Ones, right? Hot Ones, he has a list of questions he asks. This is going to be eating the wings and... Doing I the mean, whole show. We have an idea Did, of topics. Eating the wings and about? shooting the shit yes. is what we're going to be doing yes. for the next 10 minutes or so. And yes, in case you were wondering, we are getting Taco Bell after this. Always. It is not an exception to the rule. It is happening tonight. And as part of the rules of Flaming Hot Takes... That is what the segment is going to be called. Each one of us is going to have a take, an opinion that may be polarizing, that may be unorthodox, that may be way off the beaten path, and you're going to be able to get to hear about it. And the last wing is going to be doused with this habanero hot sauce from Trader Joe's. Frankie, get get Trader Joe on if he's a real person. But... (laughs) This smoked me out the other night. I know that you had had it a little bit before the show. It's no joke. No. I love spicy food. And uh, this this put a little uh, pep it, in my step. It's got some kick I and it's got zero some. calories. That's that's all you can ask yeah. for. Something that's not calorically dense that gives you a lot of flavor. Diet hack yeah. right there. Just chug habanero sauce and uh, you'll lose <laughs> a lot of else. weight. Yeah. So- <laughs> but wait. Let's, let's quickly mention these are wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, so hang on. I am at Buffalo Wild Wings. Super inside. No one's going to understand that. But <laughs> I would like to look at the – is there the Blazin' Buffalo Wild Wings? Buffalo Wild Wings see. is like uh, – they have so many flavors of wings. Okay. I'm not going to so, lie. Wait, wait. Stop. Nope. So – you know we measure the heat level of wings with Scovilles, right? Scoville, yes. Yep. What do you guys think that the blazing wings, uh, what do you think the Scoville unit is? What do you think? Oh. How, how many do you think there is are? Is this the hottest one? one? Wing? This is the hottest wing that they have. Uh, 100,000. Oh, no. That's it's probably that's... more. It's what? Probably... We got to put it into like perspective. What's like a jalapeno? 
Oh, that's like, like five thousand. Oh yeah, question. hang on, hang on. Let's see. This is probably like eight hundred to nine hundred like thousand Scoville. No yeah. way. That's yeah. like we shouldn't be eating it. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of ruining a million the bit a you're million Scoville. It. So let's see. Wait, Frank's, he's on. Okay, let, for reference, Frank's Red Hot is four hundred fifty. Whoa, four hundred fifty thousand? No, yeah. no, no. Oh, really? No, no, no. Four hundred fifty. Four hundred fifty. Oh, just four fifty. Okay. So Tabasco is two and a half. How many Scovilles do you think this is? Two and a half, like 2,500 Scoville? Got to be. 2,500 Scoville. Okay. And and Cholula is about like is about a uh, thousand more than that. It's oh, 3.6 thousand Scoville for Cholula. How how, uh, how many Scovilles do you think that these wings are? Probably Cuz now I'm scared. I saw I have the answer in front of me and now I'm scared. I'm just letting you know. 200,000? 400? 350,000 Scoville. We are about to have five of these wings, and uh, it's not going to go well. The crowd's going to enjoy I, it, and we won't. At Shane's least, plumb, yeah. Shane's pipes won't. Oof, my, yeah. <laughs> my, my pipes won't. My, uh, my lungs won't. My face won't. I'm going to start getting uh, some sweats here, but we, I think we just got to get after this. I just I, love the more wings. That we, I think the more that we think about it, the more scared that we're going to get. Yeah. So I mean I'm just I'm just gonna, gonna dive I'm just gonna in lay here. Into this. Right. Flame and hot take. I don't know who wants to go first, but I'm gonna have this wing. I'm gonna have this wing. I'll start it off. Ben Siegel, what's your flame and hot take? So, wow. As soon as these touch the tongue. Oh yeah. These things are. <coughs> oh my god! I swallowed. This is awful. These things are really hot. I as well enjoy hot food. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our rules, we're not allowed to drink anything, too. We may have to change that. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know I how picked long the, I think on. I picked the... I need... I need the wing. You picked the last wing that was in, like, the back with, like, the rest of the sauce. Yeah, this was the wing that the chef was like, this is going to fuck them up right here. I don't know if I can I can do it with the extra sauce. So, this is really bad. Ben picked the wing that was, like... There's only one wing left in the bowl. It was doused in sauce. He yeah. was just trying to spoon it out of the, the sauce. That's the one Ben had. All right. Flamin' Hot Take. As most of you know, from New York, grew up in New York, so I love pizza, as most of us do. But I prefer cold pizza over hot pizza. Really? Like cold slice over a hot slice any day of the week. Me too. Are you a cheese or pepperoni pizza kind of guy? Ben, can you pass me some of those? Paper towels. This is not going well, and I'm already one in. Um, it's pretty good. Not the spiciest wing I've had, but I if, mean not the spiciest. But I don't know if I can get through. This is definitely one of the spiciest wings I've had. I don't know if I can get through four more. Uh, I'm already starting to sweat. I would can we say, keep eating. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. I would say cheese for a cold slice, not pepperoni. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> this is. <Andy. laughs> I can't feel my tongue. I mean, this is terrible. It seemed like a good idea at the time. But you know what? It's spicy, but it's tasty. It's not bad. I would disagree. I'm just dying. I thought the Duffy's ones or Duffy's ones are crazy. Was it Flanagan's? No, it wasn't. I can't even think straight right now. But this is bad. Boy, we—no pun intended. We bit off more than we can chew here. Wait, so you like whole pizza more? I do as well. What's your reasoning behind it? Um, 
Do you need chips? Here, take some chips. No, I need some milk or something. But we have we have oat milk in there if you want some. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna get some oat oat milk. I already <laughs> had to abort. Oh, I'm on my third already. Go ahead. Fill about sure. I get some oat um, milk. I think the cheese on a cold slice is just. It's not like. Am I heavy breathing? Um. You don't have to like drag it off the slice. Like it comes. All right. Can you I get some ASMR in here? Like heavy breathing this ASMR. Is awful. I like this right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my so, god. So I'm dying. I love spicy food. Like I love crying when I eat. Sometimes you know. No, um, I don't know that. It's terrible. Normally but, I do too. But dear God, you know what? I'm a big. Here's flaming Hot number two. Take number two for me. Buffalo Wild Wings is overrated. It's overpriced. Wow, our, our, and their wings suck. But these wings are hot as... You don't the, need it? The devil's ball. BJ Patel does not need it. I, I definitely need a little bit. Well, if anyone knows me, you know like I love spicy food. Like really spicy. Spice tolerance. So Jack is coming over, right? Yeah, first segment. You know, usually I, I end up getting it off a little bit a little bit later in the show, but so yeah, cold pizza. I think it's something I've liked also during when I was younger too. Like it wasn't something I just picked up. It's something since I was small. Like I liked. So I don't know if it's something you pick up like that or cold pizza specifically better for like, you know, the lower end brands like Little Caesars. Like I would, like, any of those fast food pizza places. Have to be cold for me to eat. Anything else? I mean, I you can argue even like the really fancy pizzas would be good cold yeah. too the no. next morning. There's a place on Long Island. We like air fryer pizza. Air fryer pizza is fantastic. There's a place on Long Island that their most famous slice is called a cold slice. But the whole slice isn't in a fridge. It's like the cheese isn't melted. They just put like oat milk is helpful. By the way, I'm. I mean, I say that now. I'm, now I'm suffering again. So. Okay, that's enough of my hot take. I, I, I gotta eat. So I just gotta go for it. Okay, we'll move. We'll move on to me. My flaming hot take. We all remember the malice of the palace, right? Pistons, Pacers, run our test. Jermaine O'Neal running up into the crowd, punching the customers who threw drinks and popcorn at them, right? Yep. Yes. And this is kind of something that's been happening it's in the NBA, over. right? With the, the NBA seems to be notorious for this for some reason that people like. Love to throw things at NBA players, and I don't understand why it is. We need a Malice in the Palace day every year to commemorate what it what it was. So it's like the purge it, in the NBA. Kind of. There's no, there's no rules. But here's the thing. You need to be protected as, as a fan. And you don't have to get in, involved. You don't have to get engaged in the fracas. But if you do, if you throw something at if you throw something at Jalen Brown or if you don't like Trey Young and you want to throw popcorn at him, he can come in the stands. He can kick your ass. There, there should be a, a fighting. If section. you physically provoke him, do you remember in when Stone Cold Steve Austin was the GM of Raw, and he couldn't touch anybody unless he was physically provoked? No. That should be the rule. Yeah, I know you don't care. No, I care. I don't remember. <laughs> so what you're saying is like, let's say the game's going on. You chuck a bottle onto the court, the game can stop, 
And that person can come up into the stands and whoop your ass? If you throw it at him and you hit him, <laughs> that's physical provocation. You're fair game. Would you be one? Would you try and fight one of the players? Like, I wouldn't. But some people are are dumb and drunk enough that they would. Yeah, I think. So I'm saying, how much more entertaining would that be? They put that on pay per view. It'd be better than Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight this weekend. It'd be better than any NBA game ever televised in the past ten years as well. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, because the Mouse in the Palace was 15 years ago, and that was organic. Right. Not that, not to say that I I like what happened there because it was terrifying, but. I think it'd be damn. Very, it would be entertaining. It would be entertaining to be very, very disrespectful. Obviously, I would never do it. I don't think any of us would do it. But I would root for the players. If if you're a fan and you throw something at a player, I would be on the player side. I don't. I mean, I don't blame you for rooting for the players. Um, v, I don't know if you have a flaming hot take, but I'm on the last wing and my concentration is is waning. We're about the thirteen. We're about thirteen minutes in. I'm this done. First segment. I'm done. Guys, I'm not sure if this is sweat that dripped onto the table or oat milk, but there's some uh, leakage around my plate. All right, so I'm done, but my flaming hot take, Elon Musk is overrated. Uh-oh. Wow. Why? The Twitter legion is about to come after you. Oh, come at me, bro. I'm not we'll okay. do a little malice in the palace. Let's I'm, go. I'm not okay. I don't know how we're going to do the rest of the show. I do not know where I am. Um... Elon Musk has got the credit for all, like, Tesla, Dogecoin, uh, SpaceX. But in reality, I think he's overrated because he's really, a, like, just a master marketer. Mm-hmm. He That's didn't true. start Tesla itself. He did two other, no. He was, like, a co-founder of Tesla. He's ended the up, face. He's the face of the company. But people make it seem like he's just some sort of genius that's, like, the next thing to Einstein to figure something out, but we'll talk about this later. But oh my god, I'm gonna need paper Doge- towels. I think the chips are making it worse. I think people would agree with me actually, and I think I don't know if you guys agree with me, but there's so, some things he he overpromises and underperforms. Overpromise, underdeliver. Yep. It's classic. Oh god, underdeliver. Yep. That was a bad idea. That's the one a, thing I told you not to do. I just played a really dangerous game. All right, oh, we'll, All right. we'll be right back. Coming up next, Business on Top, Shane might die. The Business on Top podcast. Welcome back to Business on Top. I don't think doing Flaming Hot Takes as the first segment was a, a very good idea. I made the mistake of wiping myself with a towel, realizing that I touched the towel, and now I have blazing wings all over my eyes. So, we're going to have an interesting show the rest of the way, although there's not going to be much left, Ben. I know you're running out of gas, and Wait I need to make sure the peanuts. There's one thing. I think might fix this. Give me one second. You guys will see. Just, you know, riff around yeah. until I get back. We, we can for a second. So, you and I were talking during the break. Loki came out today. Dude, I cannot I'm wait. In, I, I'm excited. I have, I have no idea what it's even going to be. I, I legitimately don't know how they're going to craft Loki into... Is it, he's going to be an anti-hero? Is he going to be a hero? Is he going to be... Anti-hero. Because you I know mean, he's got his tricks, up his, like, tricks up his sleeves no matter what. Who is? Who would you say is the most beloved villain of all time? Because I think he is in that conversation. People love Darth Vader. People love Boba Fett. I would argue that Loki, Loki. is in that conversation. You think more, more so one. than Darth Vader? Loki is number one. That, that should have been a flaming hot take. I think you're still riding the momentum of the, uh, of the Blazing Wings into this segment right now. I mean, now. I, I like Darth Vader. Ah, oh, the Apple Jacks are back. Oh, snap. Give me these f- Apple Jacks. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's back. He's back. There's Apple no. Jack Ben. <laughs> if you want here, here, want some oat milk? Go to pour it in your mouth. In the container. Yeah. yeah, you can sure. you, you can stone cold beer bash that stuff. Oh, but, we're gonna uh, we're gonna reach out to Planet. Was it Oat? Planet, Planet, Planet Oat. Oat. Okay, division of. What I don't company know. is that? Not non GMO. Not terrible. I gotta so, tell Frankie to get them. Get them on. After a couple minutes of finishing, all of us finishing our wings. Raising. Um, <laughs> they were. Uh, it's safe to say they were the hottest wings I've ever had. No. That was that was rough. That's a hot know, take. That was not. That, that was not a good that's time. My third hot take of the show. No, I I thought Duffy's wings. We had them. Um, what were they called? The ghost. The atomic ghost chili. Atomic Ghost Chili Pepper Wings. Well, the Those next are... time we do Flamin' Hot Takes, we can have the Atomic Ghost Chili and we'll compare. I, I agree. We can research. We should We should have one time where we order both because then that like that brings a little bit more fair of a sample oh, yeah. size to the table. Not that I want to do this again for a very long time because <laughs> I honestly can't concentrate. One of the things that we were going to talk about earlier in the show is there's kind of a cheating scandal going on in baseball and there's some conspiracy theories floating around. That some of our better pitchers are not necessarily as more. There's a little more than meets the eye with these pitchers. And Ben, I know you had some information. You had some opinions to share on this. And yes, I, I was do. surprised to see how badly Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer pitched since the Major League Baseball cracked down on illegal substances. So. I don't know why it's so much of a surprise that pitchers use substances to get better grip on the ball or to increase their spin on the ball. I mean, we've seen, you know, we've seen pitchers reach for their gloves in between pitches. We've seen them reach for their belts or hats. Michael Pineda put a whole wad of pine tar on his neck. I mean, this isn't really breaking news. Um, But I guess now that baseball can use Garrett Cole essentially as a poster boy because he didn't deny not using spider tack. Um, I guess is really the more uh, breaking news is that Garrett Cole essentially admitted that, you know, he, he's probably the first player to admit that it goes, it, I mean, that he uses it. Well, have and you he, seen, are you going to get to the text? There's a text message. Have you seen this? I have not seen the text message. I so, do not know it. So let me, let we me should read pop it, it up on the screen. And let me, let me ask you what you think about it. Yeah. Given that this is from January, 2019 when he was with the Astros and he texted a, a clubhouse attendant <laughs> for the angels. And he says, Hey Bubba, it's Garrett Cole. I was wondering if you could help me out with this sticky situation. This is all allegedly a text that was sent by Garrett Cole. Oh, be, let's be let's for once be journalistically responsible. Okay. We just had a friend of the show, Sonica Dange, on, and uh, she reminded me that it's important to be you know, journalistic yeah. credibility on this Integrity show. Integrity is key. So allegedly, this was the text that was sent. Hey, Bubba, it's Garrett Cole. I was wondering if you could help me out with this sticky situation. Wink face emoji. We don't see you until May. But up, oh, I got a pop up for uh, a cell phone carrier. Get that out of here. <laughs> we don't see you until May, but we have some road games in April that are in cold weather places. The stuff I had last year seizes up when it gets cold. Oh, does that does that change your opinion? Does that make you feel differently? No, what? no, I'm, I'm sure it's ha- it happens. Uh, how many pitchers do you think in the league actually use it? A lot. A lot. 
A uh, lot. I heard a number today. I would say that, over half. I would make yeah. the argument. I over think half. it's more than more three than quarters. Half. Yeah. I wow. Think it's way more than half. Yeah. I mean, think, I think about it like 80%. If maybe. you're a pitcher on a team, right? Let's say the Yankees, for example, and your ace is using this stuff, and this guy's striking out 12 guys a game. Yeah. For, let's you say know. his name is Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically, let's say his name's maybe Garrett Cole, just a <laughs> hypothetical name. Or Jacob. Right? <laughs> and your name is, oh, I don't know, um, maybe Jameson Tyon. And you're like, wow, my, my ERA is in the fives. How do I get that lower? Then your ace is. Uh, Putting some substance on his gloves and he on his glove before his start and he's uh touching the ball with it and he's striking everyone out like maybe I should do it I think copycat league I think more people do it than we think Garrickle also said it was a generational thing he was taught from the older generation that um you know this goes on so I honestly I don't see a huge problem, problem with it, it honestly. Here's the counterpoint of why I, I'm on the pitcher's side here. There's been a whole controversy of the balls being yeah. quote-unquote corked or whatever uh, to where the hitters have the advantage of, you know, there's been more home runs. Prior to this the, year. Prior to this year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess a way to counter uh, – like the counteraction of that is – for pitchers to use something like spider tag for them to have a, a, a little bit of a, a balancing act yeah. against hitters, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's fair to me, I think. And I feel like the hitters know what's going on with the balls. Like we haven't seen balls being hit 500 feet, you know, almost 500 feet in how many years? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, who, who else do you know hits a ball 500 feet? Maybe like Pete Alonso all the time. <laughs> Barry Bonds. All the like, steroid era balls. Like mm-hmm. that's the last time yeah. we've seen balls being hit this far. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's my point to like counter it. No, I mean, it, so, it, it makes, we're not against this. I, that's my point. But it, it is yeah. one of those things. It's funny because one of the people who was imploring Major League Baseball to crack down on it, Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's kind of stuck in uh, a sticky situation with a wink emoji because <laughs> even his spin rate dropped drastically. And that, that reminds me, I've got a haiku of the week prepared for you guys okay. uh, about Trevor Bauer oh. and, and this whole situation. Let's get into So it. the haiku of the week, we definitely need a sponsor for this. If you have a company and you would like to... Hallmark? Roku. Yeah. <laughs> Roku should sponsor our haikus. Yeah, Roku haikus. I, Frankie, get Roku. Um, <laughs> Cole in big trouble. Spider tack and sticky webs. Bauer hour done. Haiku of the wow. week sponsored by nobody in particular. Not anyway, car- <laughs> carry on. Carry- I, you know, I think it's interesting because Major League Baseball is doing all sorts of different things because they're trying to number one get rid of kind of the stench of the cheating scandal with the Astros, but at the same time, they're trying to make the game a little bit more fun to watch. They know that pitchers have the advantage right now, and I think they're trying to pair it back uh, any which way they can. One of the most interesting things that I saw was, I'm not sure if you saw this one, the one guy who accused Jacob deGrom of, of not juicing the ball, but but all doctoring the ball in order to yeah, I think it did. increase his spin rate. Did you see what happened though after he did that? No. He got crushed by half the Mets team on Twitter. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Where they were like, I can't confirm DeGrom doesn't yeah. do anything. 
and it's 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 amazing. I mean, Degrom, is he or is he not? I mean, it's him and Kershaw, the two greatest pitchers of the past ten years. Yeah, I mean, right? these batters are just being sore losers at this point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want. Is anyone it's else's like lips are burning? No, sorry, real quick. I, I'm, I mean, nope. I'm, I can't feel my lips. I'm, I've turned the corner. I feel I feel a little bit better now. I actually can concentrate. But okay, do you so, want some ice cubes? I want some Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. that'll help neutralize Well, that's going to help. You know, Baja Blast is for sure coming. Uh, let's see. CC, Tomas Nito. By the way, Thomas Nito. We're, we're going to do the Pokemon thing. Someone started calling him Nito King, and how did I miss that? How did <laughs> yeah, I yeah. not start I'm calling Thomas Nito Nito King? I'm surprised that's amazing. You that one. Would, yeah. you, would you say spider attack is a PED? Even uh, though it's not a well, drug? it's not a drug. No, but it's not, is it a perf- performance-enhancing... No, PES I mean, supplement. No, I mean you know what it is. You know Sound what it drugs. is. Yeah. <laughs> no PES performance enhancing supplement. So I want to pull up substance. Uh, substance. There you go. Hmm. I want to pull up the thread. How Which is I worse? Technically, taking yes. PEDs or using Here in the is. technicality of Here it, it the term? Yes, it is. All right, you guys. You guys ready f- to listen to uh, at Doyers? Of course, it's a Dodgers no. fan. Of yeah. course, it's a Dodgers fan that's a little bit sour about Jacob Degrom getting a little bit more attention than his beloved. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, boo, I don't know. Boo. I mean, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it pretty good right now. Flaming hot takes. I'm back, baby. I'm I, back. I'm rejuvenated. I was just in Atlanta. I saw Kershaw get rocked. Yeah, so. those 350,000 Scoville. Maybe he's maybe he's using. I don't know. I'm not saying that he is. I'm not saying that he isn't. The evidence is the jury's still out on that one. But Jacob the cheats, or since it's not Bauer or Cole, we don't care. LOL. And it's like just a ground like wiping his sleeve. Nito goes. I promise you, he doesn't use anything. This is the Nito King. If he did, they would be lucky to even foul tip the ball. CC, the other catcher on the Mets, James McCann. McCann goes, I can confirm the go to substance free. Can you imagine if he did use something? CC, Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman's response, starting pitcher on the Mets. I can confirm as well. DeGrom is the goat goat. CC, Taiwan Walker, another starting pitcher on the Mets. Taiwan Walker. By the way, if Chris Berman was still at ESPN doing baseball, he would definitely say made in Taiwan Walker. <laughs> that would be his thing. Taiwan Walker, I can confirm too. The GOAT doesn't need it. CC, I am Trevor May. So Trevor May's response is... You, you guys get where this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah the whole Mets it, roster yeah. confirms. Pa- Pilar, Pilar ended up saying something too. He CC'd the owner, Steve Cohen. I mean, I mean that's, but that's, I mean, that's slightly biased, but... Is but, it though? No, no. I feel like the other, the whole league would agree with the Mets. <laughs> Although players, to be but... fair, it would be really funny if like they CC like Pete Alonso and it's like, oh yeah, he totally cheats. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they'd be like, no, we had it covered up so well. <laughs> my point is like, my point was gonna be, Spider Tax gonna be gone at some point. Something else is gonna, and then a new is gonna come is around. Gonna take its, place. it's it's gonna happen no matter what. Yep. Right, so does. what was it? Eddie just, Harris, the pitcher from Major League, he had the Crisco, he had like all sorts of like stuff, and he would just he would just rub it on the ball because he didn't have he didn't have velocity, he didn't have good breaking stuff yeah. anymore, so he had to rub Crisco or whatever on the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's what these guys were doing back in like the, the '40s and the '50s with the spitball. They were just yeah. spitting on it. Ooh, you know? can we look at the chronological history? I mean, like, okay, spitball. so we're talking about spider tack, but like, what about the other side for hitters? I mean, how many hitters do you think are Taking some kind of steroids. Speaking of spider tech, this. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't it's, be. It's an interesting. It's, it's an interesting situation. I've never right? heard of spider tech prior to this, but you know, 
it's like I deer mean, antler spray. You, yeah, I bet, you, the I bet you basketball's doing the same thing. Yeah. Football's doing yeah, the yeah. same thing with footballs. I mean, yep. you know, every and, sport does it to get an advantage. And football never talks about it. Yeah. Go look You've at, heard about go that. Look at, yeah. Go look at different teams' footballs when they're throwing it. Tell me they're they're uh, not the same. Or okay. Well, speaking tell of... Tell me they are the same. Right. Well, speaking right. of, uh, speaking of, you know, some are going to argue that that's cheating. Some is going to argue that that's just giving you... Uh, the most competitive edge because some people are naturally sweatier than others. Really, what spider tag is, it just gives you better grip on the ball, right? And if you can't, if you can grip something, it's gonna be tough. Like you could make the argument that then even then, like batting gloves would be cheating. But cheating is something that you see all across sports. You see it in relationships. You see it everywhere. I want to know, Ben. We haven't done this in a while. Ben's oh, top four cheaters. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Um, we need to get sound for this so that you have a little bit, a little bit of time to <laughs> gather your thoughts. But I mean, this is there are so many, there are so many cheaters that I can think of. Oh, here, okay, yeah. yeah. This is in no order. This is going to be from the top of the head. All right. Number one, Greg Nettles. You guys know the Greg <laughs> in, Nettles story? In no, no order, number one. No, go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can Google it, but I am. Go- I'm on it. Greg Nettles. You know, you hear stories of people corking their bats. This man hollowed out his bat and put bouncy balls in it, and the bat broke. And what the year was this? Ball, this was in the seventies, I think. One at bat after hitting a home run during a nineteen seventy four. This is gonna, totally going to be part of the new intro of uh, of business on top. One at bat after hitting a home run during a nineteen seventy four game. Greg Nettles broke his bat, and six little super balls came bouncing out. <laughs> Told you, dude. Can you imagine? What Nettles claimed Yankees. ignorance He's after? On the Oh, Here's the best part. That. Here's the best part. He didn't accept responsibility. Claimed ignorance, saying he obtained the bat from a fan and didn't know there was anything wrong with it. It was, it was a little kid in the hospital. I was like, Greg, can you get a home run for me with this super jacked up Super Bowl bat? That's just like athletes being like uh, That's caught amazing. for uh, steroids or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, I had no idea. Can that, you imagine? Like, what's, what, what's worse? In there. That one or, or Clemens throwing the bat at Piazza saying, I thought it was the ball. Why would you be throwing <laughs> oh. the ball at him? Yeah. Both equally. As By the bad. way, get out of here, Roger Clemens. <laughs> uh, we gotta we gotta get out of here. He's been out of here. He's been out of here. But Greg Nettles number one, number two, Tim Donahue or Tonahue, however yeah. you want to pronounce his name. Yeah, the Mr. NBA, Ref, go ahead. Point, point shaver. Um, he would essentially call games uh, in favor of the Betsy place, I guess. You know, favor one team or favor the score or the over-under, whatever he was doing. Do you want to hear his Wikipedia page when you're done? Sure. I'm done. Okay. Timothy Francis Donaghy, which, by the way, that's like a perfect name for a cheater. Yes. Is a disgraced former professional ba- disgraced former professional basketball referee who worked for 13 seasons in the NBA until he was caught in a gambling scandal. Yep. Tim Donit. Tim Donaghy. Donahue. Don, I think it's Donaghy. The emphasis Donaghy. is on the G. Okay. You're a cheater. I, who knows what he's doing? Maybe he's reffing like Little League uh, or like you know, youth sports. He, he probably he did a write a book. Make some extra money. Yeah. He's number two on the list in no particular order. Number three. In no particular order. In no particular order. Is every... <laughs> Pretty much every hitter in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, just talking about this. Especially like Jose Canseco and Mark Aguirre, who was shoving syringes in their asses before uh, before games every day. Yep. The Bash Bros were syringe bros. They started the movement. 
Um, I particularly Sammy. Well, there's Sammy. You guys A-Rod, are leaving somebody goes, out that's really, Barry, really shouldn't be getting off the hook. Raphael Palmero sat in front of Congress. Oh, Raphael Palmero sat in front yeah. of Congress, pointed yep. at I don't remember what congressman it was, but he said, "I've never done steroids." Period. Months later, steroids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is another hot take. This kind of goes with like the pitching tag. Go eat another wing. Uh, yeah, if we had any, I might do one just for this take. But PEDs. You know, they help, but you still got to be able to hit the ball. You still got to right. be able to, you know, uh, recognize if it's a fastball, if it's an off speed. You got to have the hand eye coordination to get the ball on the bat. All PEDs did was maybe add a little juice. A little you know, juice. maybe yeah. a little pop up goes uh, 500, <laughs> 500 feet like <laughs> into the upper deck. I'll but tell you what, it made the game more fun. It did make the game more fun. Baseball it, was baseball was so different uh, when we were kids. I don't know if it's because we were kids or what, but I, I feel like. The steroid, we in that era. the steroid era in baseball was so much fun. It was fun. It yeah. was definitely fun. I'm against steroids for sure, but... And your number I mean, four cheater? Number in four. no particular order? No particular order. Wink, wink. This is probably number one. Um, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Wow. Let's go. Somebody Spygate. Here. This man... Go oh, ahead. No, no, no. No, I, no, no. You have, you have stuff. Keep going. As a New Yorker, we hate... Boston fans and the Patriots. Now, granted, the Giants were able to take them down twice, so that was sweet revenge twice. But the Patriots were good enough as it was playing normally with Brady, Belichick, everyone else who they had. But he decided to go and tape practices, if I'm not mistaken, to pick up signals or formations, whatever he was doing. Whatever he was doing uh, was against the rules. It was against the rules. It was cheating. And uh, got caught, and, uh, you know, sucks to suck. Yep, that's what happened. And, you know, it's funny. How much did the cheating help, or was it just Brady? That That's another conversation for another time, but it's right. so interesting to see as soon as Brady moves well, out. Well, that's my point. Is like, did they even need to cheat? Well, now I'm wondering, did Brady bring the cheating with him? Well, that's another angle that you can think about it from. That's another hot take. Yeah, I think you missed somebody. I did. Honorable miss- mention? yeah. Uh, I mean, this was off the top of the head. These are the first four. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Lan- I mean, Lance Armstrong. Oh, I yeah, miss but Lance cycling? Armstrong. Cycling. No, but he's he he's ubiquitous with cheater. Honestly, yeah, yeah. but I guess who wasn't cheating in the tournament? Have you guys ever read up on blood doping? Like, know what blood doping is? It's pretty crazy. I watched the Lance documentary, no, and it? that was a pretty good explanation of it. Um, so from what I remember, essentially, you're taking your Oops. own blood, like. Somehow blood's getting taken out of you and it's getting like the plasma taken out or something and it's getting reinjected back into you. Infused to, with the, uh, the with steroids. the normal No no no. Well, there's no I don't get an increase any... it's an increased amount of oxygen. Yeah, it like somehow enhances your body where when they remove the plasma or whatever and they inject the blood back into you, it like turns you into like a superhuman, like training wise. And uh Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's cycling, you know. It's all right. Any, Lance Armstrong. Any, any other cheaters that you can you can think of? I'm, I mean, Vil- Millie Vanilli comes to mind. Oh, they were uh, lip syncing their lyrics. Uh, uh, who who didn't Ashley Simpson do that and then like try to do a hoedown to distract from the fact that she was clearly lip syncing? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah See, because now we can do it in performance, right? I mean, uh, who else? The obvious one was the Astros. Um, yes. Oh yeah. I mean, well, the uh, 2017 <laughs> Houston Astros. 
Yep. Let's see. I mean, I could go off on that. Yeah. But There's been a lot of cheating. Didn't, didn't Ronnie cheat thing. on JWoww in Jersey Shore? That's oh, another good one. True. No, it was uh, multiple Sammy. times. Wasn't it Sammy? Both. Oh, Sammy. both. I you think might, both. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Remember. I think it was if both of them did it. At yeah, some point. they were all cheating on all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we think of any more cheaters before we either transition to? Well, I guess you don't have an urban dictionary, do you? We can transition no. to we'll, we can transition we to get, get out of out here. Yeah, of let's here. finish with the get out. Let's of here. do that right now. Bring us home, big voice. Are you ready to play the game? It's time for get out of here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the first get out of here in what seems like a really long time, but I'm angry. I'm gonna Uh-oh. air some grievances. Okay. I got some stuff going on. Do you ever go on a website and try to figure out what the best burger in your town is, or you wouldn't believe what these sitcom stars look like now? And it's a damn slideshow. What is the point of having a slideshow other than to just throw in pointless pop-ups that no one is going to click on and advertisements that no one is ever going to use? Make your website better. This needs to stop. I don't know if Congress needs to get involved and have a hearing. I don't know if we need to bring in the National Guard to run, or maybe the CIA to run a sting operation on these slideshow websites. But here on Business on Top, when we rank things, we sure as hell aren't going to give you any pop-ups. No. We're going to give you pure, uncut rankings. Ben's top four. Shane's top ten. VJ's top... It's 6'9", so maybe VJ's top 69. (laughs) We don't care. We're going to give it to you. We're not going to give you any pop-ups. Oh, pop raw. Up, pop-up raw. ranking sites. Get the hell out of here. Raw 69. Raw 69 ranking. All right. We're getting into we're, we're about to step on a landmine, so let's go in a different direction. All right. You, you, want, you want to finish it I'll off? finish it off. All right. Phrasing. So my get out of here is let's establish some unwritten rules on the highway. All right. Especially in a two-lane highway like the Florida Turnpike. If you're in the left lane, okay, I would say the minimum you should be going in the left lane is 80, right? 10 over the speed limit, minimum. Well, I'm not going to encourage anybody to go over speed limit, but that seems to be the consensus when people drive on minimum eight, nine, on the Turnpike. 80. You need to be going 80. If you're not going 80, you need to get in the right lane. If you're in the right lane... Go to the speed limit. Do whatever you want. You're not really – no one's going to get mad at you if you're in the right lane. But if you're in the left lane and you are driving side-by-side side with the car in the right lane or even, like, you know, to the point where there's not enough room for cars to pass, get the hell over. Well, that's – I agree with you there. I don't know if you had more than that, but the left lane is supposed to be the passing lane. Yes. The right lane is supposed to be the traveling lane, which is the point of the two-lane road. I don't know if you've ever seen Blazing Saddles where the guy on the left, the the horse on the end, it says yes to the left and, and an arrow that says no to the right. I don't know if I can find that. It's a, it's a great movie and a great scene that I haven't, honestly, Grant, I haven't seen in a long, long time. But you pass left, you travel right. Right. And people that won't get over, I feel like I'm taking your get out of here, but... Get out of here. Yeah. No. You're good. I mean... I still can't feel my lips, so I had to make sure they were still on my wow. face. Wow. Oh, but, um, okay. I'm still feeling it. No, I mean... It, I'm it, coming out of it. I'm on the other side, I think. Oh, I've, I've The been corners good. of my mouth are just absolutely on fire. But, um, it, I mean, the rules of the road are pretty simple. Traffic would flow smoothly if everyone followed the rules. If you were in the right lane, you know, 
70 to 80, if you're in the left lane, you should be at a constant speed where everyone's moving. Minus if there's an accident, but that's a different topic for another day. So my get out of here, left lane needs to be going at least 80. If not, get over. <laughs> Speaking of which, the HOV lane on I-95 yes. going to West Palm Beach. Yep. <laughs> there it's new. Are, well, it, well, I think you're thinking of the express lane, but the HOV lane. Oh, like that, that, yeah, yeah, uh, The high-efficiency vehicle yep. lane or the carpool lane. There are so many people who do not just do not follow the rules over there. No. But, again, I digress. VJ, what is your get out of here? <coughs> this is you yeah, gonna wrap gonna, it up. This I'm gonna is see, a big one. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill some time for him. He's gonna crack his knuckles. He's, gonna, he's rubbing his nipples. This is very exciting. Let's get out it's of very, here. It, it's very hyped up, and uh, VJ's so, got the get out of here. That's gonna send us into the Taco Bell. So you guys know how we've been talking about finances and cryptocurrencies on this channel for a little bit now, right? Yes. Even though we're not financial advisors, and we're not financial advisors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I, I think we all can agree that we all believe that cryptocurrencies are the future of, I don't know, just finance investing, um, or part of uh, your portfolio going in the next 10 to 20, 30 years, at least. So you have these projects that are a lot of great projects that are changing the financial infrastructure of third world countries. Uh, there are cryptocurrencies that are changing the supply chain uh, infrastructure for so many retail companies in the works right now, live. There are cryptocurrencies working on changing healthcare in claims and billing and making their process more efficient. All being overshadowed by a f***ing dog coin. <laughs> Dogecoin and Elon Musk is making cryptocurrency look like a, a, meme. a joke. Yeah. I mean, it is and, a meme. That and, one, at least. And I've never gotten triggered so much. And you guys know me. This guy doesn't like, get I'm, angry very easily. I, don't get I can, angry. can probably count on one hand how many times I've seen him like legitimately upset. Anybody who like tells me <clears throat> that Dogecoin, Dogecoin, it, first of all, it's a cult. Like these Dogecoin <laughs> people are a cult. And you know what? I always tell them, like, I'm glad you guys made money. Like, always, like, making money is great, but I still believe money is the root of all evil, right? And it, this Dogecoin phenomenon is just pissing me off to the brink. And I think these people need to get the f out of here. <laughs> okay? I, all right. I, we need more education on cryptocurrency, uh, on the good of it rather yeah. than the meme aspect of it or whatever it is so while you were in the middle of your rant i just bought like four thousand dollars worth of coin yay are you saying that it was not a good idea well we are not I financial coin advisors yay, so. do not uh, <laughs> don't invest uh we are not financial advisors yeah i mean again i'm not saying don't make your money make your money uh -huh. but do not promote this coin that's essentially a joke yeah well, Ben, before we go, I know and inflationary. Uh, yes. uh, lately you've been telling the people about a good deal, a good investment that they can make. Do you yes. want to just remind people in case they're just tuning in in this yes. episode? So July 4th is coming up. That's we still true. got a couple weeks, yeah. but the deal starts early. Okay. This is a two, two, oh three weeks, three yeah. weeks until July 4th. What is it? Yeah. So it's the 9th. So we got it. Yeah. This it's is about a, a month long promotion. A three, roughly. Yes. Month long July 4th deal. So for July 4th, we are kicking off Taco Bell's Crunchwrap deal. Okay, 
It's by 20 Crunchwraps, the party pack. The new party pack comes with a couple drinks, some cinnamon twists. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you pay double, but don't worry. If you use this on top, EOT oh. at checkout, oh. you're still paying double and you're paying for the person. Oh! 